0: looks all over their face my friends all know that i'm cool
1: i've been this way since high school because life's never been sweeter when you're just a cake eater when it comes to hockey nobody can stop me my high school team i was playing on the top three now my son is scoring piles
2: welcome to the youth hockey of high school hockey podcast brought to you by the Red Black League. I'm Taney Ryan, joined with you in studio by both my cohorts, Carl East. Hey, Danny. It's <laughs> big sigh right there, right, Tony? It was. <laughs> that was, that it was, was really yeah, big, man. It was worth it, though.
3: It's worth it to hear the sigh here in person, not out in the hallway, not in the roof. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Great the, to have him here. <laughs>
2: that's why we set it up this way. Uh, well, one year's in the books, 86 games for me. 27 Jefferson games for Tony. Yeah, and a couple section games, yeah. <laughs> oof, oof. And too many East games for Carl. Yep. Yep. One, too <laughs> one too many. One too many. I'm
1: battered and bruised. My, my knees are you know, messed up from being rammed up against XL seats all weekend. <laughs> I, I drained. I slept maybe half an hour last night. It's, <laughs> it's been rough. Yeah. But we're here. and yeah. We're seeing this to the end, right? Yep. It was a long see season. Through.
2: It was a long season. Good finish though. Yeah. That was a fun finish.
3: It wasn't as good a tournament as the year before, last year.
2: I didn't think so. To be completely honest, it was still a lot of fun, but Mm -hmm. this wasn't
1: there's kind of one great game each day. Something was missing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's for each session. Yeah. Yeah. Something
2: was missing you know, this year. I don't know what it was. Maybe the Casey factor wasn't there. That's for you, Eric's drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eric Zimmerman claims I said Casey every show, so <laughs> Yeah, you gotta get Casey
3: in there at least once. No, I I didn't think it was a bad term, it was great. I mean, uh some good storylines. Yeah. Just there was no major upset, major underdog, you know. Well, well Hermantown went down. Come it was, on. Yeah That's a huge upset.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, this was not Hermantown's greatest team. Though. No, but
2: Okay, let's come back to Friday class A a little bit then. You know, I don't want to blow that out of proportion yet, but it just—I don't know—the attendance was down. We we do know that.
3: Yeah, we never got to twenty-two thousand. It was like nineteen thousand every session. nineteen yeah,
2: yeah. five, and that was, that felt bigger than nineteen five on Friday.
1: It but, did. But it then did.
2: when we went up to the upper deck, Carl, it felt kind of light.
1: It was. It was on Friday. Yeah, there were a ton of people, but it was tame. My yeah.
3: daughter is they you know johnny come lately high school hockey fan Uh. she goes to section 200 because that's the place to be you know she goes there and she can't and she has a standing room ticket she couldn't sneak in anywhere to get a seat so there were hundreds or thousands of kids like my daughter that were roaming the hallways (laughs) without a spot so they're (laughs) they they basically will sell basically they will sell you a ticket if you want to get in yes i mean there's no fire marshal rules Nope. <laughs> but it was packed up there Friday night. I love doing our annual, make it an annual tradition of going up there at
1: least once. Yep. You have to. Yeah, you just it's have great. To see what just it's makes like. you feel so, so old. Yeah.
2: And then you see some parents up there like, oh my God, I got the wrong ticket. Yeah. Those yeah. poor,
1: poor souls. <laughs> yes, I agree.
2: Ugh. Uh-huh. Okay, well, let's talk about a couple of people who we ran into at the Speaking tournament. Speaking of
3: section 200, right? Speaking of <laughs> section
2: 200, but these guys for me, they didn't uh, sit in 200 level. They sat over in same in the lower bowl with us. The Evelith kids were awesome. Thanks Nick and everybody in Evelith. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, hats off to you guys. Thanks for, you know, everything this year. Running into you guys has been always a blast. So, hats off to you guys. Carl.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I almost don't want to start listing people because I don't leave someone out who I Randy. want to cover. But, yeah, we I to say Randy and Hipping. Great to see him, as always. Um, let's see. If, uh, we, we talked to the, the tourney, the Twitter handle, the tourney. Uh, the infamous. Yeah, infamous uh, rogue Twitter handle. Tourney. Very the rogue. The official,
2: unofficial, oh. official, unofficial, unofficial say, tournaments Twitter tour mm-hmm. handle. Yes. Uh, one of my
1: favorite moments was when D- Danny and I went into uh, Seven Grand and met uh, a couple yeah. of guys from Red Wing who are diehard Duluth East fans. Oh, no, cool. no affiliation with the program at all, but they they listen to our show. They l- love everything we do. and <laughs> Super nice guys. Yeah, that, was, so, that was really cool.
2: Kick their ass in bubble hockey. <laughs> Super nice Wow. Guys. <laughs> wow. I'm a pretty yeah. good bubble hockey player. Yeah, you know. apparently, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Beat some Tonka kids, too, last night.
3: <laughs> um, I ran into a lot of people. There was just kind of this overarching theme of uh, what Carl just said. You run into people at the rink. Uh, and they tell you how much they appreciate what we do for hockey in the uh, great state of Minnesota, high school mm-hmm. hockey. So I don't have any spe- specific people. Um, I was only at two sessions,
1: Friday night and Saturday night. Yeah. W- so One of the guy who needs a mention is Blackout Todd. Yes. You met Blackout Todd? We met Todd? Blackout Todd. Yes. Oh, wow.
2: Yes. Wow. Todd was awesome.
3: Amazing.
2: Then we hung out with the Did Olmans he? Did, was too? it all was,
3: – yep. was Blackout Todd uh, PG-13? Or did he go? Yeah, he was pretty reasonable. Okay, because his one well, tweet—over twenty-one. His one tweet <laughs> is—he had a tweet that was uh borderline X. Or it was R-rated for sure. <laughs> <laughs> R-rated. I won't say X-rated. But it was R-rated. He's a nice guy. I was guy. like, "Wow!" Spihar sent it to me. Dave Spihar, yeah. the real, real, <laughs> the real Dave Spihar, Dave. sent me a text. He goes, "Have you seen this?" And I'm like, "I don't know who this guy is." And I went about four tweets into his Twitter handle. I went, okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go take a shower.
2: <laughs> Todd was really, really nice, And yeah, cool.
3: very nice baseball. Does he live okay. in Chicago? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because yeah, he's got a bit of a Chicago accent. Yeah. But he, he's – he, And his Twitter
2: feed talks
1: about the Blackhawks. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. He was wearing a Duluth East Hockey Day jersey from when the, they played Minnetonka.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure why you want to bring back those memories for this – was that yep, the, the one that in. was,
2: like, rained out? Yeah, and <laughs> then and then was 9
1: to 3. Yes.
3: And dilute these dead awful uniforms, didn't they? Yeah, the, the gray ones. The gray the ones, ones. Yep. With the, <laughs> with the, with the, uh, with the old the, the, like, uh, the script. English yeah. script. Yep. Yes. It was really <laughs> those were
1: awful. It's really bad. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Uh, you can't even say it was melted out. It was, like, rained out. It was, oh, yeah, it brutal. was terrible. brutal. It was,
2: like... Oh, wait, there's no ice I'm going to talk about. Oh, anymore. we're headed we to Bagel. <laughs> what fun. A lot
0: of
3: fun. We're going to play water polo. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, let's talk a little bit about the tournament. I think everybody who's listening to this show either watched, in, watched it or played in it, probably, right?
3: Yeah, we don't have to go into t- too much detail.
2: But we're going to talk about kind of the emotions that we felt like in kind of each of the last two days. Yeah. So Friday, Friday in Class A. First off, the first game was incredible.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was
2: a great game. To have. It was like
3: two games in one.
2: Yeah. Well, you had Orno just go off to a great lead and then let it slip away, and Matami got to come roaring back.
1: It's kind of fun because, you know, the, the tourney trivia the day before, I'd put up the question. Know how many teams have ever come back from a four-goal deficit no to win a game? No way. Yes. Yeah.
2: Oh, tourney trivia this year was awesome. Yeah. Prophetic.
1: Well done, High School League, on the trivia this year. Yes. They won our Give credit where credit is due. Yeah,
2: it was great.
1: But but anyway, so we we came into this game knowing that only two teams have ever came back from a four-goal deficit and then gone on to win. And Matamidai came close, but. Do we have another.
3: Do we do we have those teams?
1: Uh, they were both Roso teams. One okay. was in a constellation round in 2010. The other one was a while back, and well, I don't like remember. a while, while back. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. good. I like that. Rube, yeah.
2: R- R- Rube Bjorklund probably played on the team, right. or coached it, type of scenario. Okay, so that was that was an incredible game. Mm-hmm. I thought that was probably one of the best of the tournament. Probably number two, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side. Hermantown lost on Friday.
3: It's just, <laughs> just like, it, did it seem to me? And I grad, and I am the news media, but it seemed oh, to me that, that just really? kind of got glossed over. Almost, yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, it wasn't wanted like it that way. Yeah. what's that?
2: Hermantown wanted it that way. Yeah, it was just
3: kind of like, <laughs> well, yeah, Hermantown lost. Well, you no know, deal. Oh, well. Maybe because it was six to one. Yeah, you know, it this... wasn't in triple overtime in dramatic fashion. You know. No,
2: they killed them.
1: I was yeah, like, was they killing, but it was—it was a solid win. Then the team that yeah. played better won. You know? Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. They had Mike Crawley.
1: <laughs> they did. <laughs> he was good, though.
2: Yeah, he, he was really, <laughs> he really, was good. really good, uh, really good. But really, like, this isn't Hermantown's best team by any stretch. And anybody in hermitown would probably tell you the same. But. You know, they also had Blake Piandi who had an outstanding year. Mm-hmm. Tyler Watkins has to be one of the more winningest players ever to come out of that program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, they're a good squad, but I don't know. Like, they just – when that game started going away, it was like, yeah, Alex is going to win.
1: And credit to Alex for shutting him down because uh, the second line had Hermitown's only goal. They had nothing. Yeah. And – uh it's just great team defense by Alex and uh, great team played defense. good matchups. Um, great
2: great, just normal defense yeah. by Alex. They came in and it was like, oh, these D have a lot of points. That D would good.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah, they could score. They could defend. They had great goaltending from Boleyn the whole tournament. So, Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I thought it was a, you know, hats off to Alex. I, we did it yesterday. I said it yesterday on our minute after that, you know, here's a program that's got, you know, decent squirts, really good peewees, really good bams. They're going to be an impact for, for some time to come over the next five or six years.
1: Yeah, you know, The cries for them, them to move up are already starting on the forum. So <laughs> No way. Oh, yeah. There was one. Are you
3: serious? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: <sighs> come on. This is ridiculous. The forum this never s- disappoints. No, they don't.
2: Yeah, the white bear, St. Thomas thread, I'm not even going to look at it right now. No. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I got to go in there. That'll be good. If that's a rabbit hole I just. It's I'm going to start to want to comment like all over the place, the, and I'm just going to. Don't do it, the beauty of, it, do the do
3: beauty of an anonymous posters. You can say whatever you want and have no repercussions. <laughs> yes. Yep. You know, unless yes. you get banned. You know, like Sats. <laughs> he deserves R. to be R. banned. He deserves to be banned. I mean, some of the stuff, he you, do, some of the trolling he does on Twitter now is—it's just yeah. beyond Trolls. reproach. Trolls.
1: You know, we should note that we're not talking about the real Tom Satterdell in here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to be really careful. Like, the,
3: there's there's the fake Spihar. There's the fake Sats. Oh, that
2: was. And in there's the, the real po- Sats. And Did there's the real the Spihar. You didn't get a program. No.
1: So- they asked Dave Spihar about the fake Twitter in an interview in the program.
3: What did he say? He's, he's not happy.
1: He's kind of uncomfortable <laughs> with it.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I've talked to Spee about yeah. it. He's like, I've tried everything Spie. I can to get the guy to take it down, and yeah. there's nothing the guy will do to take it down.
0: Huh. Oh, yeah. it's
3: yep. So awkward. Like, mm-hmm. please take my. You know, all the guy has to do is write parody in his. Sure. Yeah. Just and say he's it. good to go. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyway, could
2: change it to Chris Locker. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I um, love Chris, Chris. Has an actual Twitter though. I love yeah, Chris. Exactly.
3: Chris is the best.
2: Um, well, and then Saturday, Orno wins their first ever Class A state title. Really, hats off to the Spartans. I most uh, Class A school that I saw the most this year. I really liked watching them play. They just have overall good team. You know, like top to bottom, great D yeah you know, too, and Evan, I love how Babacule just like gets into stuff sometimes. He's a hot goaltender, yeah,
3: oh yeah, he gets yeah. some great games in the tournament, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> great games in the tournament,
2: but you know really, like they had a great fan base there the whole way, you know that was that was fun to see Orno pull that one off.
3: I am Spartacus
2: <laughs> i though I want to know how many um how many coins are in the kitty for Parish? Did you see that tweet? Yeah. Carl showed me this tweet. So he had like a, a coin, uh, like a sack of coins, and then like a bowl that said, me, us. Oh, yeah, so, he so called Jim, the and, game, we,
3: we in are. game one, in game one, he was it was despicable. I mean, I can't say another nicer <laughs> word. It was despicable. It was we and us, and we, you know, he literally he was on the bench doing a p doing color commentary. Then game two, he was great. He 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 avoided it all, and then hmm. it all came crumbling
1: down. <laughs> 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 uh, shocking.
3: <laughs> we,
1: we did this,
3: you know. It, it was fine. I mean, I mean to me, if you, know the, year, yeah, if you the know the yeah, if you know the story, you can. You can do that. And, you know, he's not – it's not like he went to journalism school and he understands Mm -hmm. all the objectivity of this whole thing. And he's doing his best. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. He was refreshing
1: to listen to. I thought he did an unbelievable job. Given the the job done by some of the color commentators over the years in Class A, (laughs) it sounds like it was an upgrade. He was really entertaining (laughs) to listen
3: to. He had some great one-liners. One of my favorites was, he's got the heartbeat of an alligator. (laughs) <laughs> one beat per minute, you know. He, I thought that was good. Yeah,
2: that's really good. Do alligators gets, really have slow heartbeat? Uh, they must have. I don't know. That
1: sounds like a uh, Jock I, I, <laughs> Hey,
3: I'm not gonna do a pulse test on an elevator. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we can take his word for it. I'll take his
1: word for it.
2: <laughs> that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's
3: a, that's he, a was good. he was good. He was a definite good. highlight to the tournament. So,
2: well, and he, he's got a colorable personality. You know, anybody who's met Perry can. I thought tell he was good, that. I thought he was really good. So. Anyways, let's move on to the Class 2 way side. Friday night was probably one of the funnest, you know, games that I've ever seen. And my yeah. voice is still gone from it, obviously. <laughs> but when East took down Edina, and it was just, it was incredible. It was methodical. Tony said it was boring. <laughs> <is> <laughs>
1: and Tony was just ripping on East afterwards. It's like, yeah. oh, uh, uh, oh, this is
2: not boring. I didn't like that game. I think he's just sad because <laughs> he
1: lost his pick-em-pick. I just like
3: Freewheeling. I know. I know the skill level that East has, and the and the style that they chose to keep everything to the outside, block shots, and just play to win. I I I rather I would have rather watched them lose six to five and watched no. a watch a track meet versus watching a uh, slow them down. Clutch I love and grabber. an
2: old school Big Ten running game. I love that. And that's what East just did. I know.
3: <laughs> it was three yards and a cloud of dust. It was. <laughs> yeah. You know, it really was. And it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I respect him. And I, 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 I didn't watch – I watched a handful of press conferences. That's the one I watched the longest mm-hmm. was that one, Mike's. Because well, it was like he talked about it. And he said, yeah, we can't skate with these guys. We can't do this. And they came with a system. We had to block shots. And great win. I mean, a great win. And they had, they definitely outplayed them. They won. You know, the one takeaway I have from that game is that people said Edina doesn't go to the greasy areas. And, and that was really kind of the, the, the end of it Where's you know, that was the difference is how dirty and grimy uh, East would get in that game. Well, my comeback, done, again, I sound like an Edina apologist you this point. You are a yep. for them. They I know. Are. People have uh, confused me with living in Edina well, well, the PWB is close. I know. So... <laughs> My take is Edina isn't used to playing in the Grease Series. They're up nine to nothing half the time. Yeah,
1: and I remember saying this the last time to used to be Edina. So Edina had been just rolling through everyone. It's like what's going to happen when they actually get into a close game? Yeah, it's they don't like, know what to do. It's kind of like the yeah.
3: Russians in 1980. They didn't yeah. know how to pull their goalie. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They've never been behind. Yeah. It's kind of <sighs> like that. Like they're always killing people. Like oh, we have to actually get grimy here.
1: Yeah, and so that's why I was saying going into that game is as long as he keeps it close through 10 minutes, they've got it. Uh, yeah. I was very confident, and that just grew as the game went on. Yeah, nice.
3: it's it's a, it, like when and now give credit. I mean, because they have because they have four at least four greasy guys. Minnetonka has got that third line. That's with gross. Elder, mm-hmm. McGannon, and Annie's, And then they have Low who's one of the greasiest players in the history of the game. <laughs> Somebody chirped
2: Luke on Twitter, and like, he goes, thanks, man. State champs, exclamation points. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, Luke. Yeah, yep. yeah. But the point, is, so they have those
3: guys can get greasy, you know. And, and what was the key when he died and beat Minnetonka? They scored, like, three goals right away. Oh, and yeah. that's, that's what G-Dina does best, yep. right? Yeah. When they get up two or three, you can't beat them. You, no, they don't have, and, they, and guess what? They don't have to get greasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't.
2: Because they can fly. They can yeah. play that up-tempo we'll style. And we want to play
3: fast-break basketball, you it know?
2: Went, you know, I think really what it came down to, they got loose. You know, like, loosened how they played in a couple weeks. Bad goals went in. Right. Yeah. Real bad goals. Yeah,
3: and we not we're not ripping. I mean, Garrett McKay McKay had an amazing yes season, I mean, yes. he had some great goal yes. great games. Uh, I thought he played awesome in the uh, Minnetonka game at Pagel. Yeah, he was yeah. really good, and he, he made some really... huge saves. So, yeah. so at the end of the day, that say, that goal, the three to one goal, to proved to be the most important goal in that game. Yes. Mm. Yes, because you couldn't come back. You couldn't recover. No, yeah, Adana uh, couldn't recover from that.
2: Well, it, and my parents were sitting behind the Adana bench, and they said it was quiet the whole whole game. One kid tried to get them going, like in the third period. She said Sammy tried to get them all going, but you know, you can you it.
3: can whip the horse, but geez, the horse just didn't go right. Yeah. Yep.
2: It, so. I think that's a lot of it has to do with
3: it. They're so used to getting in that blowout mode and then when they get into that tight game it gets a little trickier <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, so. and, and, yeah. anyways right. the second game on friday for me was one of the most letdown games <laughs> it was a great game but it was just such a you're at the pinnacle of high right? and, and, and if you mm-hmm. think about it if you take if you,
3: okay, take that out, right? right yeah. yeah. If you just put, if you put the Centennial yeah. Meta-, Meta game in a vacuum,
2: it was actually a pretty a darn fantastic good game. It was yeah. a really good game. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> oh. Please score! I do not want this to go to overtime. I'm drained, like yeah. just physically, yeah. mentally.
3: But when Centennial got up two to nothing, it was like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I know? Yeah. And then it, it was nervous. just like a shot barrage. I mean, yeah, how many yeah. shots oh. did Allen face? It was in the fifties.
1: Yeah, oh, Allen. They were at about thirty-five halfway through the game. Yeah, it's an did he get
2: all tournament? I don't think Allen got all tournament. I
1: don't. know. He didn't play yesterday, did he? Oh, if, I
2: heard if he Crawley didn't play. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Allen deserved all tournament, even playing two games. Like
3: total sidebar. Did yeah. you guys see the video or uh, from the third place game? No. So Jet Jungles, and I think it's Crowley, unless Crowley got yanked, and a goal, yeah, a goaltender from <laughs> Centennial. Centennial, and I don't, I don't have any pro I don't have any documentation. Yes. Literally, there was some scrum late in the game, and they were sorting out all the penalties. The goaltender with a puck and Jet Jungles worked a 2-on-0 and put it into an empty net. They played hockey together, and they scored. It was... It's the coolest thing ever. It's like, okay, they're gonna go jack around over here. Let's go play some hockey. And they played together. And then, like, I think Allen or Crowley taps it in, and the crowd went, whatever the crowd was there, yeah. cheered. Oh, that's great. You know, it was good. It's it <laughs> totally really great. weird. I know it was Jet, but I don't know who the uh, goaltender was. I'm I'm assuming Crowley went the whole way, but after yeah. letting in six, I think he just probably said, I'm out. Well, yep, I've had it's my. It's done. Yep. So,
2: anyway. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Saturday then. Um, do you want to start, Carl, or do you want us to talk about it first?
1: Go ahead. <laughs> oh,
3: wow, he's speechless.
2: Uh, Taco, was the better team? Ooh, is that fair to say?
3: Yeah, I like, you know, I, I, again, I, I try not to be apologizing for teams, but when team loses, you kind of look to what, what would they be thinking when, when they're in the locker room or mm-hmm. where they're laying in bed at night, and you got to think Jopey and and Donovan with two unbel- Yeah golden opportunities. I mean, Donovan yeah. makes the move of the year. He goes, he does a toad rag and goes around and makes a an, um, great move, and he gets shut down by Glock on the on the doorstep.
2: Hats off to Glock.
3: Yeah, the Glock played incredible last night. Yeah, oh, no question about it. Yeah. And then and then he had a point blank. Donovan had a point blanker. Um, Jopey hits a crossbar, and then Jopey also has a, a wide open net. And not only did he have a wide open net, but he missed the net on the wide open net. Mm-hmm. He didn't hit the goaltender. Yeah. So those four, those half, you got to be thinking, how can we get those back? You know, you yeah. can't, it's hard to recover from stuff like that.
1: Yeah, no, I guess a couple of my takeaways. One, I think East started slow. They didn't have a good first period. That hurt. That set them back a long ways. Even yes. after
2: two periods, their shot total was poor. Yeah,
1: right. And then the other thing is this, in some ways, was a very parallel game to the EC Dyna game the night before in the other direction. Yeah, because, flip it. Yeah, you, you know. One team is chipping away, chipping away, trying to get back at it. And then one goal to go two up really after the, the fourth goal went in for Tonka. It was sort of – Whose game over? Yeah. Was they're the, they're going to try. It was but. the fourth
3: goal, the, the skate-in, right? Yep. Okay. So we're not going to go it in-depth on that. Um, I don't know the actual rule for high school. Um, but I do know that um, the puck did hit the goaltender before it went into the net. So I think that negates everything.
2: Because then he had a chance to save. He had to
3: save it. So that might be one of the rules. Um, I know for a fact, and there's no real differing opinion on this, he did redirect it with his skate. Yeah. It didn't just hit his skate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if that is the rule, it would be a bad goal. But with all the cameras, with all of the director officials, with all of the referees, I'm pretty sure the cor- call was correct. No one got jobbed on that. Do you th- Carl? Yeah, I, I don't think I'm so not- I mean, I trust that these sound. refs yeah. know what they're it's, talking well, about.
2: And, and we've been in the press box before and we've seen the situation room. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. They do, like, they really do look at it. And that room is like, it's the size of the room that we're sitting in right now. Which, and it's which no one TVs. knows. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know how to describe this room. It's a prison cell room. 12
3: yeah. <laughs> by 10, I would say.
2: Yeah. And it's got, you know, that room at the X is wall-to-wall TVs, high-definition, mm-hmm. incredible TVs. And so now I want to take it back one thing. Would you guys agree if I said Bobby Brank had the best tournament of any forward or, or skater? I,
1: I, yeah. Hard to argue yeah. with, that. With, I, with Worth having nothing on yeah. Saturday, yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Now, Worth had an incredible tournament for, yeah. you know, East. Incredible but two games. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Bobby was – Bobby was Bobby. Bobby was the best player you know, and the best I've seen him play this season. And He's only I, a
3: sophomore. Yeah.
2: I know. Sorry. I'm getting all.
3: I like, know. Lathered up. It's a funny story. Uh, a couple years ago in the Boundary League, we brought these two underagers in, Bobby Brink and Matt Gleason. They <laughs> led their teams in the scoring.
2: Weird. <laughs>
3: yeah, they've
1: turned out okay too.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't know. I know. Yeah. who are these guys? Yeah. It was,
3: was so funny because they had they didn't we didn't give them jerseys. We had this like extra jersey, forty four. Okay, every game seventeen for East, yeah, blacked out. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, just yeah, poor kid has the name blacked out on the back of the uniform. So we had. Uh, we had these two forty fours. They're like they were lighting up a scout because they weren't in the program. They're like who's forty four on the Flyers? And like that's Matt Leisling. Oh, that explains that. You know, they had heard of him. You know, who's forty
0: four on the Penguins? Oh, that's Bobby Brink. Oh, of course. <laughs> no surprise, right?
2: Uh, uh, okay, well. Let's see. Well, Carl was dramatically upset. Carl is still upset, so for all the sport. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We hung around and said hi to the East players as they come out, came out. That was, that was good. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of one of those stages of grief, right? Yeah,
1: a lot of I, emotion. Let me
3: ask a question. Why were you wearing a Duluth East sweater, Danny?
2: Uh, Carl's one of my close friends.
3: And you were consoling him, and you were being – so does that mean Supportive. when Southwest makes its it's, 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 uh,
1: I will gladly back. rock a Southwest Jersey. makes Gladly.
2: First off, I'm going to say a couple things on this, Tony. Yes. On the Jersey. I love jerseys. I collect jerseys. Please tweet at me. Email <laughs> me. <DS laughs> Ryan, 16 gmail.com mm-hmm. at DS Ryan 16. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, let's go further. I will wear one yeah. with pride. Because they're playing in Class A. Yeah, they would be in Class A. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to worry about them beating
1: St. Thomas yeah. first round.
3: Yeah, they would be in Class A. But it will happen. I think it's going to happen. Just, there's too many kids in Minneapolis playing hockey these days, and all of them seem to go to Southwest. So mm-hmm. it could happen someday.
2: Yes. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's
3: not like Williams. You know, like There's <laughs> yeah. still hope that Southwest could return.
1: Williams is not coming back. Southwest will rise again. It could.
2: Williams really needs an influx of population growth <laughs> mm-hmm. to make And a running. school district. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. The township of Williams. It's, it's still there. It's still there. It's still there. It's like Nicollet. Think, Nicollet had a kid. this yes, year Yes, Nicollet. Tournament. Nicollet had a we kid. We asked um, for... Jake from Mankato East. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I met the lady. Did, do you remember I told you that? At the tournament? Yeah. I'm Kenzie. Just so. we, we met yeah. the lady. No, 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 no. Oh, the lady
3: <laughs> I, uh, oh, from Monticello? Monticello? Yeah. Wow. Lauren. I met Lauren.
2: Yes. Because good like work. Nick, Nick, we Carl, Danny, would do stuff with the Youth Hockey Hub. Like, hey, just wanted to let you know that was my question. <laughs> yeah. Awesome answer. You're the man. And he's like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then later, he was sitting in the box behind us. And he's like, oh, Danny, Danny. This That's is That's the lady. Lauren. Hi I'm Lauren. That's good. I go Lauren. You should have made a sign saying I'm the lady. <laughs>
3: I'm the lady. Got to <laughs> yeah. like that. That was uh, good. Hey, they had a good turn. The biggest oh, celebrity we met. Yeah,
2: yeah the, we met a lot of celebrities. Yes, the lady did. probably beat him. Yes, yeah. he did. Oh, and also like we said on the last show, we have a recruit for the youth hockey club, if you want to consider one. Oh, who's that? Matt Funk
3: yes <laughs> yes great i would take that loss. yeah yeah <laughs> i would take that does he have any photographic skills that we need we need
1: photographers so he's got great coaching skills and we know that we know that <laughs> he, can, he, can, he can coach you some photographers yeah at least.
2: he can he can pregame speech your photographer and, and if we need anyone to speak
3: corporate speak he could probably do that because he works for target yes perfect yes. he could probably do that for us
2: okay um so that's that's the Class 2A. That's kind of our main takeaways there. Now, kind of favorite storylines of the tournament, that, you know stories that we were told or things we heard or people told us. Um, you want to go first on this one, Tom?
3: Sure. Uh, it, it, my story didn't come until after the tournament was over.
2: Same with me, actually. So the
3: tournament ends. They trot out the uh, Herb Brooks Award, um, and they give the award to Joe Moore. And Tom Hauser told the story pretty well. Um, I can tell it firsthand. I knew I knew Steve Molinar from the youth hockey days. Super guy, really outgoing. Uh, could find whenever Joe was playing in a game, you knew exactly where he was going to stand. We got to be friends um, at, at the rink, and he passed away. And to have him Hauser bring up his dad, hands him the award, and and hands him, and he gets to talk, and then Joe was. You know, I don't know whether he was in tears because of his dad, I think so. or t- in tears because of team winning. But he, you could tell Joe as first Her Brooks winner I've ever seen, struggled to get through the speech because he was there was not a dry eye, and that was just a really neat story. And to know Steve and to, to know the situation, Steve played high school hockey for for Jefferson. I don't think Steve ever played in the state tournament. His Jefferson team, I don't think made it. So for him to make it to the state tournament, win a state tournament, must have made Steve happy somewhere up in heaven. So yeah. there's my He's story. Down. Yep.
2: Um. Well, for me, so um, long story short, I used to caddy for a guy, and one of the guys in our group um, for like ten years' s- grandson is Mason Hendrickson. So mm-hmm. it's I'm not talking Larry here. I'm talking the other side of the family. Right. So, uh, um, Bud and I go back, and so um, Bud told me that um, so. Darby, Mason's dad um, was traveling this week. They were up in Edmonton, I think, last night, and they were uh, they're in Canada. And so Boudreaux and Fletcher go to Darby, and they said, "Go home, because just just go home. We don't need you." And so they he goes home. They're trying to get a hold of Mason, the mom Dana and stuff, and then she sends a pic of Darby in the kitchen, and, and it's like, "Hey, guess who's here?" And Mason just like when he gets it, he just goes, Wow, you know, Darby got to see his kid win state. That's pretty yeah, cool. That
1: was cool. All right, Carl, you're up. Well, I think, oh, I mean, the biggest highlight of the weekend was definitely our b- bubble hockey win over the Minnetonka kids. I mean, East may have lost on the ice, but we wanted the bubble hockey, so that's all that I let matters. i go in
2: to end the game for them
1: just, just to just give them a little mercy killer. Mercy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but in all seriousness, you know, I. Traditionally, I've tried to, you know, kind of keep my distance from East, even though I'm a very invested fan. I'm not, you know, in the players' faces. You know, I'm an old guy now. I don't like to be really involved in things that way. But it was impossible not to after this game, not to be, you know, down hugging everyone. And it was really emotional. Yeah, it was. It was a good team.
2: And the 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 kids were supportive, too. You know, mm-hmm. of they we we've met most of the East kids, you know, throughout the season. They're great kids yeah (laughs) they were so much fun yeah i
3: uh i i build on that when i when i interviewed them on monday which seems like (laughs) 10 years ago that that was was this year six days ago i interviewed those three clowns and (laughs) what an environment that was for 20 minutes sitting down with those guys and doing those interviews they were so fun and they were so jacked and
2: they just make you laugh it was good
3: Mm -hmm. it was it was very refreshing and you know and no, no harm on. Uh, Maju had to go first, so his his wasn't as loose. We, by the time we got to LaMaster, it was like party on, Garth. You know, <laughs> it was so good, and and LaMaster just blew it, blew us away with his Mike Randolph imitation, and it was just something to be really be proud of. And, and when you look back 20 years from now, they're gonna look back at, like this whole experience. It was pretty amazing experience, and uh, what a great group of kids from Duluth. Mm-hmm.
2: Really doing the 15 questions pre tournament was awesome yeah it's cool for us to meet some of the players because I mean 86 games I see a lot of players
3: and then most all you know is the name, the number, and the, and, face, and the face, face mask. Out. You know what I mean? That's about all you little know. little sticking out. Yeah. And then you actually to sit down with them for five, ten minutes and BS with them a little bit, it does, it makes it a lot more personal.
2: Like when we had Low Height on the show, like people think that yeah. like, Low Height's a dirty player, like a dirty kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one he, of the coolest, like nicest people oh, on the, yeah, face but, of the planet? Oh, yeah, but
3: he destroyed, was it Pain? Oh, God, yeah. 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 hammer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. He is a hammer. You know? Know, yes. You know, it's like someone texted me last night during the game about that, and he said, What is it with it? The- once he puts that helmet on, he just becomes, <laughs> it's like Jekyll and Hyde, I. You know? am I- <laughs> yeah, my So good for him. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing to have. Yeah. So NHL it- scouts will <laughs> definitely like that side of a player. Yeah.
2: So, anyways, it, it was, it's really cool to meet some of these kids and kind of share. You know, some of you know, what our experiences are off the ice with them and kind of what we see yeah. and everything. So that's fun. So those are some of our storylines. Obviously, uh, now we do have a final red-black um, player of the week, um, Dane Corsi, overtime game winner for the Spartans, Orono, over Matamidi to put him in the state championship game. <laughs> you Can't say more about a red-black player than that, right? Yeah,
3: there's another one from more. Uh, Landon Wittenberg had the game winner uh yesterday in in the in in regulation too so lots of great players from that orono team were i think basically that whole team except suki and walker who played in the elite league were were on the a, a red black team this past fall
2: yeah uh, think about that. champions think playing red black league okay you guys that's how like yeah we're it's a good league this. it's a good league a lot
3: of good <laughs> hockey players you know, uh speaking for my, on my son's behalf, he's played in it, you know, six or seven different versions of he, it. He's the fifth leading scorer all the time. <laughs> Might be, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh the takeaway I have now that he's going to be he's done playing in the league is he just got to meet so many different kids from all different walks of life. He's like, yeah, I was at the tournament. I talked to my boys from Sartell and Makes the guys from Matamita. Yeah, but a little bit. He's <laughs> his father's son. But, but, the, I, but the idea is is it's, you, you get to play some hockey, but you meet to, get to meet some kids from places that you'd never actually get to play with before. So no. it's kind of neat. Jake's
2: so. don't play with Sabres that much.
3: No, no, I don't. But no. they were buddies. They were buddies. And they That's won cool. the league, I think, in the spring. Of 17, so it's cool.
2: That's super cool. Um, so probably that's coming back up pretty soon. Yeah,
3: there's Red Black League tryouts uh, on the 12th of March. So That's
1: tomorrow. Geez. Is it? Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and
3: and it's filling up fast. So if you're listening to the show and you haven't signed up for your tryout, they, they evaluate – the reason they have tryouts, they evaluate players – so they can make the league fair.
2: So oh, so they can slot the teams accordingly? Slot the teams accordingly. Okay, so that makes sense. And
3: the Red Black people are very, very appreciative of all we've done for the for the uh, league and our show. So it's been a great marriage between the Red Black League and and the uh, High School Hockey Podcast. So,
2: <laughs> anytime, anytime. Yep. Talking about some good players. Oof. Let's talk about players that. Okay, put that down. All right. <laughs> talk about some players that could be gone. So uh-huh. we kind of created a list. You want to go kind of go through this one?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go left to right here, uh, meaning freshman to junior. So we're gonna start the freshman class, and you're saying, Tony, why would a freshman
2: leave? There's a lot of reasons. Well, the reason they would leave,
3: the reason they would leave is there's this thing called the National Development Program, Mm -hmm. and the and these are 2002 birth years. They'll be picking their team, and I we published an article this week. It was private. It was subscriber only. But there's just so much inside information in this article. That we couldn't leave it public. Did you rank players on that? No, we did not play? rank them. We did not really? rank these players. But I'm going to give you a five freshmen that we think will be invited to the program, and I'll give you the likelihood of them potentially making it or actually leaving. So uh, Brock Faber is probably the number one defenseman in uh, the U.S., potentially in the U.S. How
2: tall is he? Isn't he that crazy? He's,
3: he's over six foot. Uh, he's got great hands, great feet, performed really well at the national camp last summer, and he's obviously a, a contender. No one will be surprised tomorrow when our Abandoned Player of the Year finalists come out, if he's on the list. Uh, um,
2: if you have a chance to watch him in parade next week for the Abandoned Double-A state title, uh, watch him.
3: Yeah, he's he's an amazing talent. Uh, Jake Ratzloff, another defenseman that we saw a little Rosemont, bit this year yeah, from yeah, Rosemount. Owen Gallatin is another one. White Bear. Noah Tessi. And uh, Joe Miller, all these freshmen will likely be, be invited to this camp. I think the one that's the scariest on this list to actually get make the team and go would be Brock and, and Ratsloff. But both have, you, know, a lot of other uh, things they can do. I mean, Brock's a football player. Ratsloff's a football player. Ratsloff's a baseball player. There's lots of reasons for those kids to stay home. I mean, other than the fact that what we saw this weekend, you'd want to play in the state high school hockey tournament. And I think realistically, both Brock and Ratzloff have based on their section, have a legitimate shot of making to the state tournament. So there's your freshman sophomores. The list gets longer. Bobby Brink, um, he's a USHL draft pick. Um, he's kind of done everything he needs to do here at the high school level. You saw it last night.
2: Do you want to wait to you go through all the names? Or no, I'm going to go through to... all. I'll go through all the sophomores. And here. then do you want us to? And go then backwards. we'll go through the impact. Okay, sorry, and we're going to do the impact. Well, no. Do you want us to say if they're gone or not? No, what that's that's think? the next one. And we have a okay. top
3: ten. I have our top ten, and then we'll go through all of them. Okay. So I'm going to rail through all these. Sure, so sure, There's, there's Matt Mac Gleason. Um, he's a USHL draft pick. Blake Biondi's a, a national development. Uh, kid from, he's an O2. He's a sophomore. Jack Smith is a National Development kid. For St. Cloud Cathedral. From St. Cloud Cathedral. Thank you. Uh, Zach Michaelis from Elk Rivers a National Development invite. Uh, Connor Kelly will be a, from Maple Grove as a National Development invite. That's this, this, how deep this year is. There's about There should be about 10, uh, 11 Minnesota's, Minnesotan kids. Which is not invited. normal. No. 99s had 10 and O's had 10. Last year, O1s had like Four. Yeah. yeah. It so wasn't a deep year. Was, year. Yeah. It wasn't a very deep year. Uh, Shane Lavelle, uh, uh, Jake Bersini, right. Ben Trombley, Brett Oberle, uh, Boltman, um, Jake Boltman, uh, Garrett P. Neary, Nate Warner. These are all kids that are sophomores that are committed to schools and could play in the USHL next year. Um, we'll talk about the, the top 10 here in a second. Um, Ryder Donovan will be a senior next year. We're moving on to the juniors. Um, I can't even read my own writing. Jack Jensen uh, from <laughs> Eden Prairie. Mike Kester from Chaska. Uh, Jack Purbix from Elk River. Rob Christie from St. Thomas. Uh, Landon Langenbrenner from Cloquet, Ethan Frisch. Uh, these, these guys all have USHL draft rights. They all could leave. Jackson Judding. Ben Helgeson. Ben Brinkman. Uh, Mike Vorlakey. Jet Jungles uh Dane Stoyanov, Josh Ludkey, Grant Doctor, Aaron Huglin, uh and the two Blaine boys, Brodzinski and Hillman. These are all players that could leave to the USHL. Yes. Yep. Now, we're going to go through what we we determined as a staff here the 10 most dangerous, the ones that can make an impact on the landscape, right?
2: And we can kind of – do you want to say why we think that? Yeah, let's go mean, yeah, through let's, what
3: the landscape yeah, means. Just this, yeah. this, this, this define what landscape is to you guys.
2: Well, let's start – give me a player, and then I'll tell you, like, how he changes if he's not there.
3: Okay, yeah. So let's say Brock Faber, for example. This is crazy. You're talking about a ninth grader. This is how good this kid is, right? I hate to pump his tires too much, but if Brock Faber comes back, Maple Grove – it's going to be As good anyway
2: Has a good decor coming back yeah they Bang. have
3: good defensemen they're going to be really good you know i yeah. know we we've, we've hyped up maple Ethan grove in the past that's
2: too. hater hater <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jesus. i know someday how, we'll how get do this I right screw that it, one up. it is yeah i know yeah. that I, uh. all right sorry yeah no that's me no uh, so if like this is a maple grove team that it could be really scary Really and, good. And here's the thing: so you love great,
3: sen- great seniors.
2: And the other, the factor is, five aa is not going to be as strong next year. It's Maple Grove's to lose. If Maple Grove starts to lose some players like Brock, yeah. who will be a clear difference maker, you start to pick and pick away, and then you let other teams in that. You know, might not have a shot right now. Yeah, like, I think like
1: Chaplin Park or something like that. Yeah, Here we go. go. Chaplin.
2: Chaplin. Chaplin. <laughs> you guys Champlin are
3: so
1: Park. mean. You're so mean to me. Chaplin Park. Tony was the one saying mean things about Chaplin Park. I was. I was. But, but They have we, a
2: great goal. T- isn't Daninger a junior?
1: Dangers from
3: Blaine. Damn. You're thinking of Big Red.
2: Can we end this? No, <laughs> no we're good. We're good. Did All right, St. Thomas win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. St. Thomas is out.
3: All right. Um, uh, Brennan Boynton is the goaltender from. Yeah, Jonathan that's Park. Uh, big, big red. Okay. All I'm right. Sorry. So let's get out. We're off the rails. We use yeah. that's we've, yeah. we've defined the landscape. The, yeah. the landscape is defined. Someone who can make an impact. So we want i have 10 of those players sure okay and you guys were going to talk about whether the the likelihood of them coming or going or maybe we don't we're unsure so going would be green light we think they're going to be gone right
2: oh, green means go
3: right and then yellow means we're not sure red means we think they're going to stay i've highlighted 10 players here sure that whether they're lo- their likelihood or not so uh we think if josh ludkey stays at minnetonka and Bobby Brink stays at Minnetonka, that's a major, major impact, okay? On them coming or their going, okay? What do you guys think on their likelihood? Are they are red or yellow or a green?
2: Uh Carl, you go first. I would go
1: yellow here. I mean they just want to say championship and we saw that last year. You know, some kids feel like okay, we've achieved what we've set out to achieve done it all here but at the same time you look at this Spataka team they could repeat oh yeah it's all there it's all there yeah. and
3: it's all there i mean they have they got a fourth liner named Nick Henry who's just unbelievable when they when there was an injury in, in the game one he was one of the best players on the ice in that Saint Thomas game and he just sits yeah. on the fourth line and twiddles his thumbs <laughs> <laughs> that he is yeah. legit yeah. you know
2: well i i think bobby could go I th- I think Bobby proved everything that he needs to prove at the stage that yeah. he needs to prove it at, and, and same with Josh. And now uh, Josh, uh, Josh, I could see either way. It really, you know, and not to put too much like, what does Potomac want in Northern Michigan? Yeah, game? does he, he want him to play USHL you know, or you know, high school? I don't know what their thoughts are there, but um, either. either way, I don't think it hurts his development staying because what I saw out of Josh this year is. He's one of the best defensemen in, uh, in the Agreed. state. And, uh, you know, whether he goes and scores points in the USHL or scores a ton of points in the high school league, it's not going to make a difference. Those <laughs>
3: two are the uh, McLaughlin and Hain. When one leaves, What's I can see could see the other leaving yep. too. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So
2: I agree. I'm, I'm more of a green to yellow on, on these guys. So do I. I do it, too. It, and just because they did prove what they wanted to this year and they did a great job doing it.
3: Yep, okay. Uh, here's the next, I think the biggest one on here, the big ticket. There's two big tickets, and and, and one of them Jack O'Neil? Jensen. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, you know. Uh, Jack Jensen and Ethan Frisch, those are big tickets, okay? okay? We'll start with the easy one, then we'll go to the hard one. The easy one's Ethan Frisch because everybody immediately, Ethan Frisch, Moorhead, those guys never leave, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> I still think there's a chance. I
2: think there's a chance Ethan could leave. He could go, he could leave and
3: be gone for the whole year. Yours Who his rights? Green Bay. Uh, so Green Bay has shown themselves yeah. to be uh, amenable to, like they did it with Casey, yeah. for a before and after situation. Some yeah. of these organizations are not amenable to this. Mm-hmm. I would go with Ethan Frisch as a red. I'm not going to, I'm going to say he's going to stay. If he stays,
1: it will be in a red, it'll be before and after situation. Carl? I think I'm going yellow again here. I think it depends how much he feels he has unfinished business after the way this season ended for Moorhead, which has to be a sour taste. Right. Yeah, yeah
2: it was. And I agree, but I think it's more of before. He might do a before and after. Yeah. And so I see it red based on that. I do fact.
3: too. I do too. Mm-hmm. All right, now the big one. This is the heavy one. This is, I mean, this is, this, this is Mr. Hockey. Jack Jensen will be Mr. Hockey. Did you hear that, Jack? You will be Mr. Hockey if you return to Eden Prairie next year.
2: Jack, you were a snub by the Star Tribune for no uncertain reason. Absolutely. The way that you didn't even get third team... It's insulting. It's <laughs> very insulting they don't watch your games. I, okay. I mean, just put that out there. I saw you play 7 times you lit it up. This
3: <laughs> the, the Watkins not Muster Hockey and Jack Jensen not Met All Metro. Or Jake or,
2: Sites. Okay. Yeah, but I think Waddy, Watkins His team it. did yeah, more sorry. so. Anyways. Agreed. But the the snub that Jack Jensen, you know, like I don't know what he did to deserve that. And I agree. I agree. Okay, so
3: okay. where do you think he's where do you think he's going? So We've all talked to his
2: dad, right? Yeah, Tri-City it owns him. So and he's down Kearney, there right now playing. It's yep. Kearney, Nebraska. Kearney, Nebraska is in the middle of nowhere. I can tell you this because I went to It's school Where you stop?
3: Kearney's where you stop on your way on your halfway point to Denver. Yep. You're like
2: <laughs> you, you pass the you pass York, Nebraska, which has the water tower that looks like a hot air balloon. You're like, "Oh, that's really cool, but I'm in the middle of nowhere." And you keep driving through Cornfields. And you go, oh, Kearney, that was Kearney, that That was Kearney, and that's that's Kearney, Nebraska. Okay, they have nothing there. They have a pizza ranch.
0: Oh, wow, (laughs) that's old. Wow, that's big.
2: (laughs) And a school that wrestlers go to from the 308, which is the Panhandle of Nebraska. Okay,
1: I didn't know there was a Panhandle of Nebraska. Great great Nebraska geography lesson here.
2: So, anyways, it's not really an ideal place. Jack has a great team coming back, and he's okay, drafted yeah. this
3: year. So, And when we get to the recruiting uh, class section of this show, you'll hear about the recruiting class because it's as good a recruiting class as you're ever going to see coming in from it, for Eden Prairie.
2: But with Jack, I I don't know. It's up to him. Are and you going as, yellow? It's as yellow as it gets for me.
1: All right. What do you say? Yeah, Mauro? I think you two know no, 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 no more about Jack's situation than I do. So I Are say you, yellow. What,
2: you're yeah. saying yellow?
3: Yeah. I'm saying Jack is a red.
2: You think he's going to? Jack be
3: red? Jetson is going to be Mr. Hockey, and he's going to lead his team to state.
2: Saying Well, hope so.
3: And that's going to happen next year. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a lot of we'll fun. would love to see you. It's going to be a great team.
2: He is one of the funnest players to watch oh, right now because so he fun. is a stereotypical power forward, he is and it. he just he he has the aggressiveness of Luke but not the 5 minute major at low height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> now that they have graduated
3: we can kind of take shots at him, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we could take shots probably at Luke. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, he loves it. He love it. Yeah, one of our co-hosts. All right, so moving down the list, uh this is getting we want to get Carl into the mix here. Ryder Donovan. Hard red light. You got a hard red light yeah. on him. Yeah, I th- really think and we'll get to our rankings I think Ryder returns. I think East, we have East as number seven in the state, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a fun, fun section next year with Cloquet and Andover in it. I think that class, that junior class, is really, really strong. they got a couple nice freshmen coming in next year. They'll be sophomores. We'll get to them in the recruiting class section. Um, I think that's a good, a good choice for him to stay there yeah. and play in the elite league or do some before and after. I don't know who owns his rights, but I- –
2: I don't know
3: if I don't remember but okay. um, but on the other hand I think Ryder's a red.
1: Yes. Well, we he was we talked to him last yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A crying
2: Ryder Donovan saying that there's no way in hell he's leaving and maybe an expletive or two in there. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. And I really hope that's the case because yeah. ra- watching Ryder you know on and off the ice he's mm-hmm. one of the coolest kids.
3: Here's a big name. This is still a Major yellow for me, major major yellow. Uh, likely the best defenseman in the state uh, between he and Frisch, uh, Ben Brinkman. He's his rights are owned by Waterloo. Um,
2: you know, Waterloo produces a lot of good players. They might not be good right now. I don't know what their record at all is, but Waterloo it has a very strong tradition, and, and a good a, fan a, base too.
3: S- strong tradition of Edina kids too. I mean, there's yeah, you know yeah. the was there. Yep. Wait was the Wait, is there now Phillips um,
2: came from there. no,
3: Phillips was Fargo. You sure? Tabor oh yeah yeah, yeah. Tabor's there yep. now um yep. and there's one more Copeland's there now, and yeah. I'm not sure if he's going to Colorado college or not next year or not. so there's a lot of dinah guys down there. Um, Brinkman would go right step right in and play in the top four there next year.
2: Top four top two yeah, he could he could. <laughs> he can play his way <clears throat> into it.
3: Um. Anyway, so this is the big one of the biggest question marks, and he could have, he could be like uh, Hain or skull if he goes. A lot
2: could drop in Edina. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. So he was a captain as a sophomore. Yeah, like yep. Uh, Really, Edina's been pushing Ben to stay since day since <laughs> since he was
1: since he was a freshman. So does that help though if you make someone? Captain is a sophomore? We'll find out, won't yeah. we? Or does that mean, like, okay, I've been doing this for three years now.
2: <laughs> but he right, made, can I okay. do it?
1: Yeah. I don't really need to do this anymore.
2: Yeah. He made it to state this year. He wants to win state next year. That's that's. It could go how, with that route. But, mm-hmm. You know, that's a good – but I still think it's a yellow. And either choice think, uh, for Ben here is a great choice. I think, I think
3: so, too. I'm going to put him down as a yellow. You know what? Yeah. This is a crazy talk, but that's what our show is about sometimes, right? Yeah. I could also see him accelerating out of high school and going right to play for the Gophers. Sure, you heard that here. You didn't hear that from me. I guess <laughs> sure. you just did. So it could happen. There's no hiding. It could happen. I mean, go watch. Go watch a Gopher game. Look at their. Look at their blue line. <laughs> strong. You know what I mean. So do the math. I mean, that could happen. Here's one: uh, Wisconsin commit Ben Helgeson.
2: <sighs> I if if. Ben stays. Hill is really, really, really good. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, ben uh, Ben has backstories of leaving before.
3: Oh, he he moved his family moved from Roso.
2: Yeah, and he's drafted this year, so he can't improve his status really no. by leaving, mm-hmm. S- and he's already committed. Right. I don't know. I uh, I want to say a, red. I think it's a green actually.
3: Oh wow! So wait now. So he is draft eligible this year. So he's already his draft. He can't improve his draft status by going to the USHL. Why wouldn't he just stay?
2: This might sound really weird, but I don't think like Hill's been good when he's been there, and so he's so, never. He hasn't seen the Hill Murray of Hill. He hasn't, he Hill. hasn't yeah, seen right. Hill Murray good, and, and so we're like, uh, uh, like. Take a look at Ben Brinkman or Jack Jensen. They've seen good, and they want to go back there. Yeah. Ben really hasn't seen that, and he might not see it next year. They're going to be really good, but they not. We have them as a four, so they could be be in the finals. But I don't know, you know, uh, well, Carl's (laughs) – Carl's, Carl's leaving, leaving the us. show. He's left the
3: show. He's okay. gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> wow. The wow. show did not make it that long. <laughs> it didn't go that long. All right. But All right.
2: I I don't know. it and so. I think
3: our 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 listeners are gonna just drop off now. Oh, Carl's gone? I'm, gone. I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we bad. go we go Helgeson at yellow.
2: Yeah. I, yellow. I think they're, you get what I mean. There's a couple question marks with that still.
3: All right, so we have a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven so far. Okay. Um, let's go Owen Gallatin.
2: If NDP offers him. I think he's gone. I think he's gone. So, Owen is, if you didn't watch him play this year, he's one of the most heady, heads-up oh. defensemen, skates all over the place for White Bear, and he was playing first-line minutes. For, and not, no offense, but White Bear lost in a heartbreaker. You know, yeah. they – not the score wise, but the season wise, I don't. You know, I don't know how close Owen is with his other you know teammates that he grew up with in the right Double A team that one state. That's a you know you have big that question. Time. Yeah, so it, I think this he might not be gone this year, but he could leave at another time. I don't know. That's a yellow, but leaning to put green. a yellow on him green if NDP offers him, and they'll make a hard sell. Yeah, I think so too. What uh, are we talking about Owen Gallatin? Oh, Gallatin. Yeah, okay. He's back.
3: <laughs> the listeners now all came back too. Yeah, yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay, we do a podcast when we leave sporadically. Yeah, I know. he does this while we, he's in the You know probably. he's doing. Well, I, I, too. I can
1: I can go sit on the toilet any time I want to when I'm on the phone in the Yeah, and, I know. Oh, you you have no idea what I'm doing. He's yeah. never done it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so to know this.
3: two more quick ones too, too with, as we wrap this up. Uh, Brock Faber, we've talked about him too much at this yes. point. <laughs> so let's just say he would be a green. He would, yeah. he, if he's offered by the NDDP, he would be going. Okay. Uh, and I would say red to Jake Ratzloff. Um, he has way too many options here. You know, he can play yeah. football. You know, he can, he, he can be a three-sport varsity star at Rosemount High School. And he's already uh, a star at And Roosevelt he's already again. a commit. And, he already knows see. he's going to get drafted in the NHL. And, he's, I mean, and he's, he's on a team on the rise. Yeah. yeah. So. And
2: with the coach that he probably really likes.
3: And, and I think that Brock is going to have a really hard decision here, but um, I think they're going to make a really, really hard sell on him to go to the program. <laughs> really hard yeah. sell. So, All right. Uh, we're done with uh, the players who could go. Do you want to uh, say
2: some players that we think for sure will leave? Do you want to really? Oh, I that? I think it's really a
3: hard bet that Mike Kester will be gone.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, what about? I think Perbix maybe. I think. Oh yes, yeah, and Perbix. Yes, these is... are
3: really good ones. Yeah, I think that Perbix and Kester, they gone. gone. I think they're gone. Um, and you guys mentioned this off there that you thought the the Hillman. Duo yeah. could be gone as well. Yeah. Probably a package deal.
2: Yeah, that's a package deal. Either they stay at Blaine or they leave.
3: And, and I think if they stay, I think they're a true contender yeah. uh, for a top. Especially season. depending on what happens with Maple Grove. I mean, their Bantam yes. team. And Champlin. Their Bantam <laughs> team is just, I mean, literally, it's a lot like it, they're, they're, they're mirror images of each other. So last year in uh, Marshall, uh, Blaine was a really good Bantam team. Maple Grove made it to the finals of it. Uh, that class is is really good coming in. They have a good sophomore class, uh, and they have a good senior class. So they're going to be mirror images of each other. I yeah. think there's some some really good hockey out of those two teams. Yeah. Uh, from our perspective, we hope they all stay. We hope we get Hillman. We hope we get Brodzinski. We hope more we get favor more, more good players, players makes it better. Just makes it better. It makes me go to more games and I agree. see more teams. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to are we on to the recruiting classes. Recruiting? So yep. we, we use the term recruiting class a little blue bit loosely process. here. So no, no,
2: no, five stars. Uh, you know,
3: I, No, we don't do that either. <laughs> We're not doing that either. So I'm, not, I'm just going to talk about a handful no, of kids. No, 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 rank them. percent. Right. no, 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 no. So Maple Grove, I think, has the best recruiting class, for lack of a better term. Maple Grove's got Henry Nelson, Brock Faber on the blue line, and then you got uh, – uh, Justin Janicki and Kyle Kukunen uh, up front. These four kids can turn a game. Seriously. And I think they could turn a game this year. <laughs> They're so good. They are so dynamic.
2: So we were talking to Rutka of Hermantown, the band the yeah. goalie at the tournament. And I go, did you guys make it the state? Oh yeah, but we open with Maple Grove. <laughs> I was like, real
3: optimism oh, yeah. there, as if yeah. to say, we done. Yep.
2: <laughs> I was like, we're well, going left. It's been fun. I go. You'll see we've got our banner. So, oh yeah, but we have the best ba- <laughs> good player in the state.
3: I say that in in my, in one breath about Maple Grove. The next, it's it's a dead eve. It's a dead heat. They have Eden Prairie's got four delicious players coming in. Yeah, Carter Batchelder, Drew Holt. um uh, Luke Middlestadt, those three, or that last name before, right the, there.
2: The kid that. The really good puck handler that they have, the smaller kid. Oh, he's a eighth grader. Though. Okay, what's so that's his... Jackson Blake. Oh, Jackson Blake is Jackson cool. Blake oh, just... has Velcro on his stick.
3: <laughs> yeah, <like laughs> I'm serious. I watch him, he, he's, yeah, he's very small, not Carl,
2: but like he just like skates around. So, his
3: dad, Jason, played in the NHL for 15 years. That's Jason Blake's kid. Yeah, he's unbelievable, but he won't be coming in the recruiting class. Actually, they have three. Jason Blake's
2: from Moorhead. Yes, he is. Yes, he is.
3: Drew Holt. Uh, Carter hair, Batchholder too, and Luke Middlestad are immediate impact players at the high school level. Immediate.
2: Luke, Luke will remind you of Casey. He skates like them, too.
3: Oh, yeah. They're a lot alike, other than the fact that Luke plays defense. Nobody
2: can score. <laughs> <laughs> details, details. Uh, yeah, and he, he can score. Okay,
3: so then you have Hermantown has a, a couple of grinders. I mean, just your prototypical Hermantown forwards. I mean, they are – yes, they are. Yeah, the, the word, they are. Short and stubby. 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 Okay, but Cole and Cliff – and uh, Ethan Lund.
2: But Joey Pierce is a man and we'll child. get – just, oh, just, oh, just wait for Joey. Wait for Joey. Sorry, but these sorry. two kids,
3: Antcliffe and Lund, will make an immediate impact in the top six for them. And then you have Joey Pierce, who's who's move, um, move in from uh, Ely. Um, no surprise that he'll be announced as one of our band player the your finalists tomorrow. The, the list, when I, that comes out, there won't be any jaws on the ground. I mean, there's – it's pretty clear cut who some of these players people? are. There'll be no shocking here. But uh, Joey's been a remarkable player. Yes. He's a great athlete. He can one of those kids who can just do about anything. Uh, but we want to keep Carl in the conversation here. <laughs> so <laughs> listing what? off We're Duluth. East. About yeah. Duluth East has a couple really nice players and they're legacies. So yes. That's what I love. Yep. I love legacies. Okay. So you have and I and I, I'm gonna guess here. So Josh Locker's coming in. I think Josh is Derek Locker's yes. yep. son, um, and he'll—he's a just a really hard-nosed kid. Um, can make plays, not huge, uh, but he can make a lot of plays. And then the big boy, the big name that comes in is Jacob Jeanette. Uh, Jeremy Jeanette, both mm-hmm. these guys played for East. Mike Randall. They were line mates on the '91 team that finished second. Wow, yeah. isn't that nice? So, uh, so here you go. You got you got you got some tradition. You got some talent. That's gonna be good. And then last but not least, Rosemount. We talked about uh, Jake Ratzloff. You have a really nice Bantam team. Their team's in the state tournament. I got a kid
2: named Luke for the first time. What Rosemount? In the first time Bantam tournament. That's state the first time they've ever been in the yeah, state tournament? Yeah, I think Todd, Todd told me that, like, when we were here the other day. Rosemont's in the state Bantam tournament, tournament for the first time. time. Huh, I did not know that. Yeah. That's good, new, that's yeah, good Todd nugget. Todd just said that, so yeah, we'll, that will go that... Todd on the bus if that's wrong. Yeah,
3: yeah and I know that their peewee team is in there, so they have a lot of good talent coming up. So Rosemount, they're in the uh, state tournament, and they have a kid in their team named Luke Lewandowski who's had a great year. I mean, 100-plus points, great speed, great hands, good vision. Uh, he will he'll make an immediate impact on Rosemont's Varsity team next year. So there's your top five recruiting classes. Of uh, coming on in. Yes. Players, lots, of, lots of now prospects on that list I mean, right there. Any, uh, any
2: um, walk ons coming in? No, yeah. That's a good
3: one. We, we preferred walk ons. We'll <laughs> we get to those later. <laughs> we, we have call a few. Those, yeah. yeah, swing line kids. But there's also, you know, you talk about the private schools. We could have an entire show done in the private schools. What private schools, you know, obviously Hill murray has got an unbelievable class of eighth graders right now right yes. really good class of eighth and graders. Ninth graders yeah and ninth eighth and ninth they're mm-hmm. a good class of eighth and ninth graders where are the private schools you know where's holy family where's Benild where's Creton? where are these schools at where's where's duluth marshall i mean that's a that's also yeah, that's, saint Luth claude marshall cathedral Luth. is loaded eighth yeah. ninth tenth grade so we, no worries there as far as there's there's you know they're they're Talent pool. And
1: Marshall, on the other hand, probably is in for a lean couple of years here. I think so, too. Ooh. I think so, too. But,
2: it's like, so. we haven't seen Benild in a while. But they it's were young a couple year. years.
1: They were young. I think
3: they'll be better next year. Yeah. But I still don't think they're a player in 6AA. No. Still a couple years away.
2: And then you look at like teams like Creighton. I don't know what Highland has coming in for them and Sibley and everything. It's
3: not terribly strong. They have a couple of... Uh, kids from Highland and Sibley that are going to Creighton. I think Creighton's got allegedly a bunch of kids from Woodbury are headed to Creighton here in a couple of years. That's big news because these are these are big time Woodbury players. Kids going to Creighton, that's a little yes. Weird. Yeah. Hey, Woodbury kids went to SPA, well, so it's not a big difference.
2: In South, South Come on, spit it South out. South Washington County. And I remember, like, she was like, yeah, this kid's going to Cretan because she's at a middle school. And, she, and it was just weird for us to say a Woodbury, you know, kid, Cottage Grove kid going to Cretan. You know, it's not normal Cretan territory down there. Okay. All right. Um, I, I, I'm with you, but things, times are print. changing. Well, it, uh, most of the time, so you can look at schools, you know, of these private schools, like Benild gets a lot of our lady of grace kids where i went to school yeah you know, they were they recruit as in they get kids not necessarily for hockey but that's where they pull they have from. feeder yeah. private schools yeah oh, every have, every private school yeah. has got their feeder schools. private schools <laughs> yeah, right. and, and so um where st thomas really feeds from is st paul mendota heights egan yeah now a little bit more into edina uh, more than when i was there um and so you have like Oh, pockets. There's, there's pockets. pockets. The pockets are changing, though. I mean, Cottage Grove
3: that's is. a hill area.
2: Yeah. That's, it's that's crazy. a hill area. That's it's, not, uh, and we always knew that. You have that. to that's, drive past St.
3: Thomas Academy to get there, though, practically. Yeah, you well, know? And,
2: and that's why we never really hung out with hill people. Oh, great.
3: I well, was a snob.
2: <laughs> well, no, it was a far drive.
3: Right. I got gotcha. you. It was a far drive. All right, I love it when we call hill people hill people. Yeah, they are hill people. <laughs> oh, you know? They are very hill people. <laughs> All right, so the last segment no of our, our show day was from hell. <laughs> our Me last. Not. Very nice. Our last segment of the show is our projected top ten.
2: So oh, I thought we were going like recruiting classes again. We like just did prospects. We just did. We're, we're done ranking players. We're again. done with that. We rank players, so no, Tony. No, we don't rank players. We rank players. players. Okay. There's a no reason why I wasn't in the press box this week. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> to the
3: top ten. This top ten um, is based on everybody returning.
2: That's the only way we can play you the can game.
3: Only, you can only play it this way. So um, I think last year Carl reminded us that uh, we had Grand Rapids as the number one team in the state. So and this top ten is very fluid. Yep. Okay. Yes. I
1: won't, I won't rub it in too much. So.
2: Yeah. We'll, we'll just go. Hey, if they were there, they would have been there. They would have been there. <laughs> yeah. They probably would have been there. They yeah. probably – did you see Gavin Hayne play? Did you see Blake McLaughlin
1: yeah that them and what defenseman
0: oh. <laughs> all right, here we
3: go. uh that was a total off the track. Number one, we agree that
1: Tonka's is number one. yeah I mean, no you question. just see how deep they are across the board, how much they're bringing back it's It's obvious yeah and I'll tell you what i one one
3: game I saw this year on my list of games that I marked down as one of the best games I saw was, played the, Jefferson. was the was the Dinah. Minnetonka JV game. Actually,
1: the, we we watched the East Minnetonka uh, JV game. That was also very good. Yes, yeah, yes. i was like, Very good. Yes. I'm watching the dining. I'm like, yes. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm trying to watch this
3: game here. We were we're there for early for broadcast. I want. I'm like, this is really good stuff. It was a one to nothing game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the classic. Minnetonka was leading one to nothing, and he dining was just peppering.
2: I the, don't. Uh, I think Tonka only lost maybe one or two games on JV this yeah. year. I I they lost to East. lost then and they lost to Edina. So yeah. there's two losses, yeah. but I don't think they lost to anybody else. Uh, yeah. So that's that's good. So Tonka, Edina, number one and
3: two. I think mm-hmm. that's a safe bet. Um, we love Eden Prairie when Jack Jensen comes back. You factor in the. The three new recruits we're talking about and all the other returning talent, the, the Rudrudes and the Houskies yeah. of the world, that's going to be a
1: really good team. So we're we just going to rank out at number four now and make it a clean sweep for the lake? N- no,
2: no, but no, I think no, we no. do have at <laughs> in. We have Hopkins at number ten. <laughs> 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 oh, that was a good one. Yeah. That's well really done. good.
3: Well done. <laughs> All right, uh, so we have Eden Prairie number three. Uh, speaking of Hill people, uh, Hill and Murray uh, number four. I think that's a really solid team. They just have so much talent in that school. And if Helgi comes back, if Helgi comes back, they're going to be
2: really good. They're going to be
3: taller next year, hopefully. And they have r- two returning goaltenders, so I think they're yeah, gonna, they're I, safe I to say. I think save. this
2: was this was a year to get out of the way as far as goaltending is concerned on the hillside. And next year it's going to be better. The, they just need to wash that.
3: This yeah. one might be a surprise to some, uh, not to me, not to us, uh, Andover
1: number five. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a. It's, it's going to be a surprise to some people just because they're not used to seeing Andover in the top five. But <laughs> I think you, but, you have to. You, be- know, you look at this team; they're, they're a lot of kind of like East last year that they bring back everyone.
2: Everyone, <laughs> but, yeah. except for McNamara. Yeah. Yeah, one player. Yeah, I, but well, I'm just pointing out.
3: Like, I think they're going to have a. That's a, a really deep group. You know, their uh, ninth, tenth, and eleventh grade class is really good, especially tenth and eleventh. is really deep.
2: And they have Tony Seal of approval that they're his new favorite team.
3: They are that's officially his kid, of favorite death, team, though, isn't
2: it? Well, they make it to state and then they lose.
3: It is kind of a kiss of death. Yeah. I mean, what centennial? Centennial, yeah. Centennial, I had centennial made it for state. three years,
1: right? Yeah, it, it, they got there eventually, but they eventually so, yeah. got there, and eventually, there was... Tony, you're just ahead of your times. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know.
3: I know. Uh, we have a team, uh, we're number six that still hasn't won a double A first round game. St. Thomas Bear? Academy,
1: no, oh, no, no, good one, <laughs> good somewhere. one.
3: White Bear doesn't make it yet. <laughs> they don't have to make it in here. Uh, any
2: comments on St. Thomas Academy? The seniors that they lose are important. Very. Um, Ray, Christy, Matsui, like Holmes. Um, Atticus. Foley, Atticus. <coughs> the seniors I, they lose are important. They have good players left.
3: Lots of good players. Really good
2: junior class. Really good junior class. But it, I, I want to see a St. Thomas team come together. You know, and we haven't seen that for a while. Yeah. And not that this team wasn't, but this team, you know, you gotta win a first round game. Just didn't happen. Yeah.
3: Just didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, okay, we have another. Oh,
2: well, look at that! You guys
3: are right next to each other. How cute! Aw. yeah. Duluth like, East, number seven.
2: St. Thomas would have won a first round game if we would play at SCMA in the first. And I I was seed.
3: waiting for that to happen. I was just waiting for you. You didn't whine about that at all on Thursday night. About uh, the bad give seating. Give credit for winning this seating, long. The, the, I mean, so professional the other night. Now here we go. Now we're going to you know. go back to the but bad seating. Uh, seating. I'm, I'm going to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> okay. I guys. agree. This is well, I'm glad we got. Clown uh, I'm, show I'm glad we sucked you into the STMA. You know, <laughs> seating. This is a
2: gong show. All
1: right, uh, number. Any comments on East? Uh, I think. You know, obviously you're gonna you're gonna miss players like Worth on the Meju, but uh,
2: <laughs> other than that, and um, who's Fisher.
1: But, yeah, but you look at this team; they're bringing back five forwards, so more than half halfway forwards. They have two great defensemen in uh, Payne and Cochran. They've yeah. got options in goal. Yes, they do. So yeah. I think lots the, of the, options. I, yeah. I think depth on defense is going to be the the key. But there's good potential to be right back here next year. Yeah. I, think I think so, think so too. too. I.
3: I I have a hard time. I've been I've been pumping the cloquet, <laughs> haven't I? For three years, just I've been a pumping bit. all good just. cloquet is going to be in two thousand eighteen nineteen, and we barely have them in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Barely, they barely sneak into the top ten. They're going to have to show us something, don't you think? Right? Yeah. I mean, there there were
2: flashes
1: this past year, but the there centennial. was just no consistency at all.
2: They're the centennial, Carl. Yeah, they're going to have to show us something. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, centennial was always kind of like that this season, where it's like. Centennial, why am I high on you? Why am oh, I doing this?
3: Yeah, are we going off Bantam Glory right. from yeah. three years ago? I just I feel like I'm, I I put a lot of stock in those Bantam teams, you know, because they do perform. I mean, look at Orno and Minnetonka this year; they did prove the Bantam theory correct, right? Yeah. But Centennial, my goodness, it took us forever to get them to where they needed to be. Yeah. You know, long long time. So number eight. Speaking of Lake Conference, it's not Hopkins. It is. it's It's wise set up, and I think this is just a product of having lots of students and lots of hockey players in hockey they're gonna have three classes of kids to pick twenty from, and they just have so many good hockey players and they have a great hockey coach, great, they'll be right in that system. section final
2: great system great system for, system for how how the players you know like are just equalized and all good
3: and here this may sound like really. Not necessarily the bold statement, but it really comes down to can Ken can score first in the section final. That's really what <laughs> yep. this, what six AA ever is going to come down can to for the next three five or four games, years. Like goals consistently, because it won't matter the first twenty-five. Is it twenty-five yep. games? The first twenty-five won't matter. They just got to win their section final and semifinal games, and they can give this. They have enough talent and a good enough system that they can beat Dinah next year. Yeah. So we have to have them in the top I, ten.
2: I gotta look this up to see if Griffin Ness hit a twenty twenty season because you look
3: that up and I'll get down to the number nine mm-hmm. seed, nine e- e-
1: 2019. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> <2019. laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that? it including playoffs? <laughs> yes. Okay. <cool. laughs> Sorry,
2: so we, close. We talk about O'Leary not having a twenty twenty guy, and that was our first comment on this year's show. Yeah, and it's still it's still true. One, still point, still off. True. one, one point, point off. One point off. He was so close, Griffin. So close. Uh, <laughs>
3: Uh, in Stillwater a couple of years ago uh, at the state tournament, Moorhead and Wyzetta played an epic, epic state semifinal game, went three or four overtimes. And I believe the, the law firm got the game winner in overtime. Hank Gbaier how? Um, <laughs> if not, if he didn't get it, he had a great state tournament, an uh, unbelievable state tournament as a bantam that year. Moorhead and Wysetta are, are going to be a factors next year uh, based on the bantam transitive property right <laughs> that will be they'll be good Uh-oh. and this is a state semifinal that ethan frisch did not leave the ice literally, literally did didn't. not leave the ice <laughs> in four overtimes Jesus, did not leave the ice wow. the it sk- was awesome the way it was he awesome.
2: skates so frisch is a very casual skater so easy so yeah. easy yeah <laughs> and he makes it just look so we
3: have them at number nine i don't see anyone challenging in them in eight double a next year i i did STMA drops off, no. Brainer drops off, Rosal could make baby, a little yeah. baby run. Not yeah. Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo this year St. isn't Cloud? Buffalo's years. St. St. Cloud. No, they lost a ton of seniors yeah, too. They do. So that won't be very strong. So Can I we think move more heads over over there now. What's that?
2: Can we move Elk River back to AA? No, that's two years from now. Oh. Yeah. So got, they got another year. that's
3: another discussion at 19 after after this next year. Hermitown will move to double-A. That means one of the teams from seven double-A will get moved somewhere, and my bet it's going to be St. Francis. No, it's going to be Andover. <laughs> or Andover. It won't be Elk River. St. Francis moves. Down. <laughs> It'll be St. <Saint> Francis. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. I mean, we, A team that has no bearing, no offense to St. Francis, we'll no be Saint bearing Francis. on the, the, the playoff landscape will get <laughs> moved. in game for section yeah.
2: five AA will now be St. Francis and- <laughs>
3: And we alluded to it, uh, Cloquet we have coming in as the number 10 team in the state for next year. Yeah. And I don't see foresee a lot of these kids leaving. No. Um, by all accounts, they love the new coach. They they have a great group of kids. They have, speaking of recruits, they have Christian Galatz and Mason Langenberger coming in. I mean, it's it's hard to say. You know, add a, a top six and a top four defenseman to the team. Mason will be a top four D, and 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 Galatz for sure will be a top six forward. He's got amazing skill. You get over to. Get over to parade next I'll this weekend over. and see Christian Glatz. He's fun to watch. He's really fun to watch. Can literally so, walk over. so those ten, uh, those those are our top ten. That gets us to our, our final segment of the show. Is what are we doing in the off season?
2: Um, Carly, you want to go first or you want me to? You go first. I'm losing a lot of weight, <laughs> <laughs> going on a diet hard. Hockey season is like
1: that. rough on Danny's waistline. I yeah.
3: like that. <laughs> it oh, that really is hard. Is. <laughs> Trust me, it's really really hard. It,
2: it, yeah, because going in so many games. It, and you're, I love to cook. And you're and so, eating out a lot. And you, yeah. the best quote of the season was from Peter Odney. Um, Eric Zimmerman, go, I go, Peter, are you a vegan? And <laughs> Peter goes, I have to eat so many, <laughs> so many days at hockey rinks. I can't be a vegan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: impossible. It's
2: impossible. So, it's um, that's a big old offseason.
1: All right. So that's your offseason, Carl. Yeah. Well, I, I won't be losing weight because as anyone who has seen me knows, I, physically incapable of putting on weight so <laughs> <laughs> i can uh, share <laughs> yeah that's okay you can keep it up <laughs> but uh there'll be some you know season wrap-up and reflection over the next couple of weeks but then there'll probably be a little bit of a hockey break before the bug starts to you know the itch comes back probably sometime in may or june and i like it and i could like be doing some historical dives this summer yeah, yeah i
2: feel like doing that i um kind of adding to some of the historical data that's out there i can feel like seeing how hard it will be to microfilm it and look at games and stuff like that. Um, I think that could be kind of cool uh, because the more data that would be in the databases out there um, would be nice for people to see. Yeah, I so
1: think we, we may have a project. This we summer. may
2: have a project that we kind of want to go on.
3: Yep. Um, yeah, there's lots out there. Yeah. There's lots out there. Well,
2: and it'd just be kind of curious to know because if we put in, um, we find scores from every day and then start putting in stuff, then we can start to see rankings according to formulas dating back to however far we want to date back and find stuff. So it could be kind of cool. It's a really deep rabbit hole if we want to go down You that. could definitely
3: go into a rabbit hole. Um, I have no off-season, so mine doesn't <laughs> really end. Uh, this, uh, you know, We finished this show, and we're off to covering the – uh, Mr. Hockey, we'll be announcing our high school, or our bantam and pee wee player of the years.
2: Can we this say week. that Sammy is probably Mr. Hockey? Yeah, at this
3: point of the show, we just say Sammy Walker's been named the Mr. Hockey <laughs> award winner, even though we're still a good 45 minutes from the banquet starting. <laughs> yeah. But I'd say the all precincts are in that he will win the award.
2: Firstie Diamond Player.
3: First junior player ever, which is be great. I mean, hats off to Sammy for that. So, so no off season for me. Uh, Will be I have a spring break planned for uh, March 26th. Ooh. I'll be in Florida for six days, so I'm excited for yeah. that. Uh, I can't wait till March 26th. They have the state youth next weekend, and then we run a tournament called Stars of Tomorrow. So, still two more weeks of grind for Tony for Scott. You. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But it's been a fun season. Uh, We kicked it off with a great preview show back in November. And we blinked, and we're here at the end of the state tournament. Uh, Thanks to you, Carl, for all you do up in Duluth and for our show and adding a great uh, tonic to the show. Danny, uh, as usual, 80-plus games, ho-hum. Your (laughs) hard work has been awesome. It's fun to put this show on each week. Uh, depending on when we can actually put the show on, <laughs> yeah. get the show out the door, but we make it happen. Uh, it's been another yeah. great year, and then as we talk about it, what do we lead our show with? Was who we ran into?
2: Who listens to our stuff and then and we thank mm-hmm.
3: every one of them, and hopefully we never big time you at a rink. If we're big, if I'm ever big time you, it's because I'm trying to go get the picture of a game winning goal, and I'm not trying to big time. you. we appreciate our fans, right. and we love all our listeners, and we uh, we love it. Uh, all the people that were uh, the, the show and the community that we're building here at high school hockey
2: yeah if carl big times you it's because you're wearing a cloquet shirt that's true, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah thanks. so for carl oh, that's our off, then. so for carl
3: in the office not in Duluth. danny here in the office thanks to you guys uh i'm tony scott thanks for tuning in this year's high school hockey podcast
1: looks all over their face my friends all know that i'm cool i've been this way since high school because life's never been sweeter when you're just a cake eater when it comes to hockey nobody can stop me my high school team I was playing on the top three now my son is scoring piles you